Welcome back to Girls Unscripted. I'm Carolyn. And I'm Kate. And today we are going over the second episode of Vanderpump Rules, The Ultimate Betrayal. The Ultimate Betrayal. I'm going to take a sip. Go, go, I'll do one too. I don't love the gulps. The gulp sound is is something else. Mm. Speaking of, last time you started with the drinking game, this time I have a couple to pitch as well. Okay. Well, the first one is to drink every time Tom got indignant or defensive. I'd be an alcoholic. You would be in the hospital. Yeah. Um, but the second one is my favorite one. Okay. Drink for every thumbs up and gives. <laughs> And two thumbs up is two drinks. Oh my so, God. That so, is so funny because I actually didn't notice that she was doing that. But now that you've said that, I can picture it in my mind. I mean, just the little, she's perfect in every way. Oh my I God. I love her so much. I do want to start off by <laughs> saying, it's just like, first of all, they have got to stop showing us Tom and Ariana's rooms. It is not a good look for them. I have like a TLC producer's number on speed dial if they need a hoarder's before picture oh because my God. it looks so bad for Ariana. Why doesn't Anne do it? Because she's Tom's assistant. Oh, I didn't realize she was just Tom's assistant. Well, that's what they say, that it's Tom's assistant, but... Not that his room is much better. It's just... No, it's... Shout out to the weighted blanket. Yeah. You love the weighted blanket. So, Anne, I just think Anne is too damn old to be assisting Sandoval. I thought Mm. she, like, just based off of what I saw, was like... And I think we talked about this last episode. She's like, this, like, young, fresh out of college girl. Like, yeah, we get it. That's why she's assisting a reality TV star. I think she's in her 40s. I did. Some, she is not. Let me tell you something. I did some research on Anne. She is not. I did some research on Anne, and according to her LinkedIn, she graduated college in 2004, which would make her 40s. We have got to get Anne on this damn podcast. Not only, well, let me tell you, <laughs> Anne has a podcast now. I did no, a whole, she doesn't. I did a whole deep dive on Anne. <laughs> I, I made a TikTok about it. She started a podcast with, I think, another like Hollywood assistant, and it is called I Signed an NDA. I told you last time, I was like, I bet she signed a bunch of NDAs and it's weird. Well, now, I mean, it's a smart, it's a smart title for a podcast. I got to give it to her, but was she going to break them? We did. I don't know. I don't know what what she is or isn't talking to, but we did talk about this last time of like, if she breaks her silence, like which podcast is she going to go on first? Like, you know, Nick Vile is already trying to weasel his way into that first interview. She would be a talking up a storm around this town. Well, according to bravotv.com. She has been Sandoval's assistant since 2020, and she is an actor as well. And she went to watch Ariana perform on Dancing with the Stars and made a whole little getup that said Team Ariana. So to me, she can do no wrong. Unfortunately for her, she can do no right yeah. in this situation well, between Tom and Ariana. I know. I did write down that Anne asking Ariana if Tom can have a party is <laughs> like a kid asking their parent for permission to do something when they know they're going to get in trouble for asking. Oh, it. yeah. No, I felt very bad for her. Like she time. knew what the answer was going to be. It's going to be no. She is acting like she is a child of divorce and the parents are talking through her. I literally wrote that down too. Like a child of divorced parents right, going like back and forth. she's the mediator. Yeah. And it's like, well, if your father <laughs> would stop sleeping around on me, then maybe he'd pick you up from school. It's like, that's how like they're talking through and her. And like, bless her heart for her not to get traumatized through all this. Again, she can do no wrong in my eyes. She can do no right in theirs. I did see online that people think that Ariana is being like a bitch to Anne. I think she's being a bitch to Sandoval. Through via Anne. Anne. Yeah. Anne is the vehicle. She's the through vessel. Which, yeah, the vessel for She's sure. She's the vessel. For sure. Oh, last thing I'll say about the house. The white noise machine is giving like SEC fraternity hazing tactic. 
Oh, and that's like Ariana did say, like, what is this psychological warfare? Like, it reminds me of a basement in Alabama of them trying to, like, just make each other go crazy. See, I don't know anything about that. Well, roll tide. You would know. I didn't go to Bama. <laughs> I was at a heavy Greek school. And... Were you in a sorority? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, so you know was, all the tea. I was a srat girl myself. That's going to have to be a separate episode. I think we can leave that one where it is. Mm, we'll see. We'll look you up a little bit more and see if you spill the tea. Next, it was Lala and Ariana at that like peach Peach restaurant. pit. Peach fuzz. I do actually kind of like Lala playing the devil's advocate in this whole Tom party situation. Mm -hmm. And dare I say, I sort of agree with some of the stuff that she's saying. But, but now don't get me wrong. But if the tables were turned and Lala were in this situation, you know damn well nobody would be having a party at that house. No, no one would even be able to enter the city the zip code like <laughs> none of it would happen you can't drive on the street no 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 i need to have a stronger stance on this because i see both sides i do see both sides i see both sides of this i do think it's a petty battle between the two i do think one is saying well if you're gonna be petty i'm gonna be petty back mm -hmm. i do think the best healthy decision for everyone is to move on yeah. and let the narcissist win in my opinion yeah um, better for her mental health give as well. it give it to tom let him have it look she won she won this breakup if there's gonna be a winner it's hands down ariana like she has got the money she's got chicago when you listen to biofiles tom literally said she should give me the house because she's the one that quote won the breakup lottery do you remember him saying he that he did say that he so did you're say right that. but I, i'm not agreeing with him that that's no. why i'm just saying if it eases the pain of letting it go yeah. i think she should get out of there for her mental health because it's a very very toxic situation and after watching all these i did watch vile files i think he has a mental problem i yeah. think he's a really bad narcissist yeah i agree it's funny that you did use the word petty because I've seen a lot of people online say that they think Ariana's being petty. I think there is a difference between being petty and being bitter. And I think she's bitter. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. I just feel like there is a difference between the two. I, I think that she has every right to be feeling the way that she's feeling because it is kind of like I appreciate her for standing her ground like and not letting him get what he wants. Why should he be able to have this part? Like if I were Ariana, I would be like, why should he be able to have this party and have fun no. in our home? Also, he owns a fucking bar. Oh, Invite I didn't think of that. To your bar. Well, Schwartz says later that he was asked to stay out of the bar. He's for got a another while. one. What do you mean? Tom Tom. Oh, that's right. He does have multiple bars. He has multiple he bars. He can literally go wherever he wants. You don't need wants. to party in your fucking kitchen. No. The, oh, that was such a sad party, too. Well, and we'll get into the that at the who. end. Yeah. I was shook to my the depths of my absolute core when Ariana said she was reconsidering having a family. I think she wants one with the right person. I just feel like the second that she was brought into the picture with Tom, she had been saying, I don't want a family. I don't want kids, blah, blah, blah. I think it's gross when you dig a little deeper in her past. She had a pretty bad relationship before Sandoval. She talks about that a little bit on like mm. older seasons of Vanderpump Rules. And she does talk about how he would say negative things about her kitty, as Lala would say. I'm like really digging deep, but that is true. You can go back and like, he wasn't very flattering of her. I think between her really bad ex-boyfriend 
before Sandoval. And then with Sandoval, she just was like, of course, I'm never going to have kids. I don't want to bring kids into yeah, this, this life. Yeah. yeah, if this is what I'm looking at. But I'm glad that she feels that way with Dan. I still have my guard up with him. Look, yeah. we haven't seen enough of him. It's not fair. I don't have the sample size <laughs> to say like how I feel like the chemistry is. or I'm sure he treats her well for her to be so right. smitten. But she was so smitten with Tom, too. So, you know, we just. Yeah, if they were younger, careful, they were ladies. younger. Gotta be careful. I think then, unless you have something in between, we go into pump closing. I had goosebumps. It was sad. It was sad. And I was a little mad at the, because they showed two flashbacks. And after yeah. the first flashback, I was mad. I said out loud, it is not a pump flashback unless I see Tom Schwartz having a panic attack behind the bar. <laughs> and then they did eventually show that. I was like, okay, thank you. I felt short so much in that. I got my bartending license like when I first moved Wait, to really? LA. Seriously, like forever ago. But it was so fucking stressful. And I was like, how how do dumb people do this? Like, I, I always don't know thought, people... I always thought like if I needed to be a bartender, I could just be a bartender. And yeah. then like you go to a bar on a Saturday night and I see how loud it is and all they're doing. I'm like, I could never For be people a bartender. like, if we get overwhelmed easily, oh my God. No. Dear, dear Lord. You it's have not like happening. 17 things flying at you no. at one time. I'd be drinking back there too. So since Pump is leaving, I'll tell my one pump Lisa Vanderpump story. Oh, please. When I was there on my birthday, I think I was like 25, I met her and she was so stinking sweet and lovely. And I, I was like, it's my birthday. Can I get a picture with you? And she genuinely, as if we had known each other all our lives, been like, it's my birthday this weekend too. <laughs> and I was, oh, sorry. It's my birthday. Oh, that's not it. My, I don't know. I can't even do it. It's my birthday. It's my birthday this weekend too. Are you a Virgo? And I was like, yes. And she genuinely was like so happy that we shared. It was such a weird thing, but I was like, that was oddly very, very nice. And it was like. She's really nice. I've I've heard only the same things from other people. And she's just that sweet. I've met her before too. I actually went to pump in one of its last days. We all went out to dinner because we were like, we're never going to do this again. One Schwartz was there. And you know how in this episode, they hear all that yelling and they're like, oh, Schwartz must be here. That same exact thing happened when I was there. Schwartz walked in alone. Oh my God, you would have thought Elvis had entered the building. I swear to God, the cheers, the rumblings. And then I look and it's Schwartz. (laughs) Good for him. It is sad because... Not only was Pump like a whole season of Vanderpump Rules, it was a lot of the Real Housewives as well. Yeah. Yeah. It is sad. I understand them closing. When I did go there, I stole something. Oh my God, what'd you take? What'd you take? I stole a little candle. Like, you know how sometimes they'll have like, it's like like a candle holder. Like you could kind of throw the tea candle inside. I stole that with like the tea candle inside. And I'm like, this is fucking sick. Like, I'm so happy. Like I have a piece of Pump memorabilia. I don't want really know what to do with it anymore that's, i don't know why i have it i should is, put it on this you should <laughs> you should we should, should start a shrine it. back here yeah i should we should steal something at every like with different memorabilia yeah i thought you were gonna say a fork a little candle like is a i'd almost thing. rather have a fork because then at least i could use it for something i don't yeah. know what i'm gonna do with this little candle then i go into i think we go into one of my favorite parts of the episode and i thought it was going to be my most hated part Sheena in the studio. We didn't touch on this last week, so I'm happy that we ha- we can do it this week. The whole mental health thing oh, yeah. is very interesting to me. I think it's important that people know about postpartum OCD because we hear so much about postpartum depression. Yeah. It makes sense that there is a postpartum OCD because OCD is usually like triggered by some 
event and what different life-changing event is there than having a child but the way that brock was describing <sighs> it i thought could he could have been a little more sensitive i and wrote I, down he was insensitive but yeah. i don't think he even realizes that i think that's just a stupid guy thing like, and then they they cut to him in like his little talking head interview and he's like sheena used to be fun and now she's not fun like yeah. but he didn't say that verbatim but that's essentially that's what, what he, he was, was getting at yeah i just don't think he gets it I, do, I genuinely don't think he meant to be insensitive or dick I do think he's a supportive husband me too I really do I genuinely think he was just ignorant and we don't know his education from Australia right but we also don't necessarily know like what goes on behind closed doors he is meant to look not great yeah like, they do show him not looking well and Sheena's mom was seemed a little triggered being like I just hope you listen to her feelings more yeah. or something Sheena's mom along does not fuck that with Brock. She, yeah. Erica Erica does not fuck with Brock she, uh-uh. but I do feel really really bad for Sheena and what she's going through because this is different than anything she has ever bitched about in the past mm-hmm. this is different than the gray tooth this is different <laughs> than the broken ankle like this is some real serious shit yeah and like I do think she has a tendency to be the girl that cried wolf yeah but I believe her on this this oh, is real yeah. this yeah. is real shit and she talks about it a lot on her podcast she really goes into the OCD of it all and I think it is really cool that she is bringing this to light on the yeah. show so good for you Sheena you know I ride for you girl and if Sheena does it I'll do it too I have OCD so that was really interesting for me I think it's definitely something that's it's a really misunderstood yeah disease I think people and even when she describes it she says you know it's it's obsessive horrible thoughts that's like a hard idea to grasp for people that don't have that happen in their brain but that's literally what it is like imagine you're just sitting here and all of a sudden it's like family dying like it's yeah. out of nowhere no, I mean I I over and over. it's funny I actually I don't know if she even knows this but producer Rachel brought this to light we were in Vancouver and we were crossing a bridge and I got really nervous on mm-hmm. the bridge and she was like why are you so nervous and I go because I just get scared that something's gonna come over me and I'm just gonna jump off this bridge yeah. and she was like I'm pretty sure that's like a thing like yeah. that's like a symptom of OCD and I looked it up and I'm like holy shit like why do we think that OCD is just this thing where it's like you have to count things and you have to touch things it is so much more than that. And I think if most people like looked into it, they'd notice like they may have some OCD symptoms that they didn't know they had. And that's why I was saying, I'm sure Sheena now knowing that she has that diagnosis. That's why I was saying, I'm sure like she's had anxiety problems throughout her life. She's always seemed a little tightly wound. Like this doesn't well, I mean, surprise that's the me. Of the year. <laughs> so for her to have something trigger a full-blown OCD like uh, that makes sense to me especially having a kid also makes me all very scared to have a kid because I can only imagine I know we can't even go into that Mm -hmm. I am like so I'm like so afraid to have a kid because of the postpartumness of it all yeah then Sheena goes into the studio and when she walks in I was like I was screaming at the tv I knew what was coming I was like not the 27s not the 27s not 27 she is obsessed with do you know her band's 27s no oh well because you weren't at Emo night. Emo night, which I obviously had to wear my sweatshirt to represent. She's paired up with this band called the 27s. They are the ones that created the screamo version of Good as Gold. And she performed it at that emo night. I was there and I heard it Epic. for the first time. And it was kind of sick. And they're the ones that, have you heard the song like Apples that she yeah, did? Yeah, yeah, Like they do all her songs. Is that the so- one with the music video? No, no. That's one with Brett. That's old Sheena. That's, That's old Sheena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that they like flashed back yeah, to. Yeah. It is crazy. But no, I didn't know the 27s. Were the 27s the same people in the pilot episode where she goes, I'm a freak, bitch? 
No, the 27th are new. Okay, the 27th so are new, point. but I actually did make a comment about that. But the 27th, did you watch Watch What Happens Live? Yes. They were the bartenders. Oh, okay. And they were the ones, like, they were wearing the sweatshirt. That's right, that's right, that's so right. So she has this band, and now it's, like, Sheena Marie and the 27s. And oh my God. when she walked in the music studio, I was like, oh, please don't let this be the 27s. And it was, and I was like, oh, like, I don't think that I can handle another Sheena re-entering the music industry arc. Storyline. Like, how yeah. many times... But then they cut to her screaming good as gold in the booth. And I thought that was the funniest shit I have ever seen. And I was like, okay, it's worth it. It's worth it. This studio experience was so much different than the ones in the past. And Carolyn and I actually just rewatched the pilot just to kind of refresh ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of thoughts on how Mike Shea reacted yep. in the pilot. And it was weird and it was creepy. And seeing the difference between how Mike Shea would act in the studio versus Brock filming her on his phone. Oh, he was such a hype man. It was so cute. He loved it. I really liked that whole scene. I do think that they don't really show the shit that Sheena does enough. Sheena, what else does she do? I know I ride for Sheena. <laughs> what else does she do? Though? I know I am like a Sheena apologist, but a couple seasons ago, Sheena went through like a whole egg freezing thing, and mm -hmm. they did not show any of it. And then Stassi did it, and they like showed her in the doctor's office, blah blah blah. Sheena had a Vegas residency, and they never showed it. Basically, Sheena had this complaint that like they only show her being like annoying boy Sheena. crazy yeah yeah and they never show half the shit that she actually does so i do think she's getting a bit of a redemption arc this season of yeah. like here's me in my postpartum here's me doing music stuff yeah that could be half the reason why fans are saying that this has been a boring season because we're not seeing sheena be boy like we're not seeing any of the drama no we're seeing the real sheena cheers to that i don't know if that's the real sheena i think that's the <laughs> sheena that she wants us to see on tv and the real sheena is boy crazy oh she is the is it like i'm boy crazy i think it just says boy crazy boy, it just says boy which is kind of weird that she came up with that while she's married but hey whatever. get that coin get that coin. i'm all for all of them next we have Tom and Tom. At the Belmont. They love to show. They, they love, love the Belmont. Belmont. They're they always <laughs> there. They have their, they always have their little spaces like for a couple of seasons. The Belmont has definitely been their spot for like the last couple of seasons. Yeah. What pissed me off is in this scene, Tom mentions that he got sober for Raquel. So annoying. He should have done it for himself. Uh, obviously. And Raquel actually mentions in Rachel Goes Rogue because if you're new here... I literally listen to every episode. I don't know why. I've started. I'm halfway through. Carolyn just started. Mm -hmm. I just can't get enough. <laughs> she talks about him on Vile Files and how, you know, he says, like, Ariana belittled me, and that's why I did what I did. Raquel made me feel wanted, and that's what I did what I did. And, and Raquel does say, like, to be actually did some introspection, he would know that your self-worth comes from within and it doesn't come from others. Yeah. And that's whole, like, I'm sober because of Raquel. It's like... Be sober for you, dude. Well, that's what makes me think it's like a personality disorder. Mm. Like if he's been through all this therapy and he's still acting like this, like if he's still acting how he is on Vile Files, there is no hope. There yeah. is after everything he's been through, all the apology tours and everything, and he still is acting like a five-year-old. I don't, he I think it's like an, a deeper He thing. genuinely does not think he's done anything. No. And no. that also goes to show in how he's talking to fucking Schwartz in this scene of saying Schwartz talked shit about me on Jax's podcast. I listened to that podcast. He didn't talk shit about you at all. If anything, he was incredibly diplomatic. When Tom said, uh, Tom 
Sandoval said to Schwartz, listen to me. I almost like threw something at the table. It was amazing to see Schwartz finally be like, dude, I've been going through it because of you. Like, you need to help me. But even then, Sandoval, like, could it? Dug his heels in. No. Goes hard in the paint of like, yeah, but listen to me. This was my story. I did feel like it was quite pathetic to have to hear Schwartz beg his business partner to be more into their business. And it's funny to me. Because it reminded me of all the times that Katie begged her romantic partner mm. to be more into the relationship. Oh, parallel for sure. And it just went in one ear and out the other. And now here's Tom begging Tom <laughs> to be a partner. And it's like, hello, like, now you know how it feels, buddy. Show up more, please. This whole thing of uh, Sandoval saying, I'm still in love with Raquel. I think that's absolute fucking bullshit. I think he's saying it for sympathy. I think he wants to seem like the two of them had this romeo and juliet storyline i think it's absolutely i think he must have seemed like the victim because rachel's the one who clearly was like and this is no longer a thing and i am living on my own and for myself and i'm getting help this is kind of the first place where we hear about the bills debacle where tom's claiming like aran doesn't pay the bills she doesn't pay the bills and they talk about it on the after show and it explains it a little bit more but i feel like with sandoval you know, it's like where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm sure there's some bill issue, but with Sandoval, where there's smoke, there is a candle maybe somewhere. Like it is not nearly anything yeah, so to true. what he builds it up to be for whatever point of view he's trying to get across to look better himself. Wow. I like that. Like it's just, it's crazy. No, you're right. Let's talk about the bills. The bills. Because a lot of people don't listen to the after show or watch the after show. I honestly didn't, I didn't know it existed to be quite honest with you. Yeah. So I didn't watch the first one, but I did watch the second one. And because I originally was going to pose this question for you of do you believe that Ariana really wasn't paying any of the bills? And according to the after show and according to Ariana, so Tom was handling the mortgage and she was overpaying Tom before all of this happened. She said she's been begging ever since the scandal all broke. She's been begging for an itemized breakdown of the bills and he hasn't sent her one because she doesn't trust him, right? Mm -hmm. She doesn't just want to blindly send him money anymore. And she does say that in the after show. I did trust him before. I just sent him. He told it all came out of his account. He told me what I owed. So I paid him. He can't show his work. So she doesn't pay him. She doesn't believe him until she gets a breakdown. She's not going to pay him because he's untrustworthy. Basically, That's what I mean. Where there was smoke, there was a candle somewhere. Yes, she hasn't paid him the exact amount recently because there were all these other like circumstances around the situation that we didn't know about right like it's so easy for him to say like ariana hasn't paid the bills in eight months because that may be true but Mm -hmm. he's leaving out the complete other side of it why hasn't she been paying bills for the last eight months tom tom should we move on to the housewarming yeah this is a second plant Tom has brought James for his housewarming. I feel like he's just so uncomfortable around James because they are not real friends. They have nothing to talk about. They are not real friends. He just keeps bringing this man plants because he doesn't know what else to do. They are the best of friends. They are inseparable. They are brothers. They have no choice. They will die together. Question for you. Do you think it was truly coincidental that Tom Sandoval texted James at that exact moment? (laughs) Well, Schwartz wait, It's actually there. so funny you say that because I actually think I said out loud while I was watching it, like, wow, what do you know? When cameras are up, James In just gets this In the exact moment, they're all sitting together across from one another. I actually do have a question, though, that has to do with that for the masses. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered this. Do you think that it's like they tell James, oh, pretend like you got the sex, blah, blah, blah. Or producers are there. Do you think producers text Tom and say, can you text James right now? I think producers text Tom. 
I feel like that's like such like a like but that's I don't a working know. harder, not smarter type of thing. But that's like the energy I was getting from James and that he actually was surprised. surprised. But yeah. he's also like, he's probably a good actor. I don't know. I think he's a good actor. I'm also I, easily fooled by all that stuff. Let's pretend this isn't reality TV. Yeah. Okay. Let's pretend this isn't reality TV for a second. Mm-hmm. In what world would not only Sandoval invite James to his birthday party that one, he's only allowed to have 12 people at. And mm-hmm. James makes the invite list. Mm-hmm. But would James actually go to that party? If this isn't reality TV, none of that is happening. None. Answer, zero. There's just zero percent chance. Zero percent. Negative. Negative percent chance that he would ever go to They'll his never house. speak again. They'll never speak again. Ugh. Should we just get into the whole Sandoval party of it all? Yeah, let's let's jump on into the party. I did like that Allie stayed in the car. I like that she said, I don't have a relationship with Tom. Put her money where her mouth Princess is. Princess Allie. She said, I'm Team Ariana. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go in there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do think Allie, I go back and forth on Allie. And sometimes I think maybe she's just with James to be on TV. Yeah, you've said that a few times. I do. By her doing that, it doesn't necessarily solidify anything for me. But that could have been, like, that was a big scene. Like, you know that would have been a big scene. James mm-hmm. and Allie going to Tom's party. Yeah. I like that she chose to stay in the car. I don't get the whole, like, spotlight stealing vibe from her. I think she might like the, the press for her astrology reading business. Well, Carolyn... I know way too much. You do know way too much. Fuck. Oh, you're going to. It's like Santa Claus. Okay, what happened? So Allie has been on a reality TV show in the past. Oh, okay. She's hot. It was called like The Valley, which is hilarious because (laughs) they're making a show called The Valley. She is like an aspiring singer songwriter. Mm -hmm. Now, that's all I know. And I think she was a background actor. And that's how she met James's mom on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's like what I gathered from watching last season. I do think that her having this background in reality, she went she met James because she went to his show. Not only because she was like, I guess, a fan. She went to James's show with a TikToker. We follow each other. His name is Zachary Reality. And he posts about reality TV. He's all about. Oh, I know that guy. Like the redheaded guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, not in real life, but I know him. But yeah, and he, yeah, you know who he is. He took her to the show. Like they went like, oh, let's go see James Kennedy from Vanderpump Rules. Just like how Raquel met James. Lala gives Raquel so much shit for that. I think Allie did the same thing, But guys. like, why is she thinking it's okay for Allie to that's, so, that's even maybe worse than how Raquel did also, it. Also, let's be real. I think Britney did the same thing, too. I think Britney wanted oh, to Oh, hell be, yeah. Rotten hell. Hell yeah, y'all. Rot, rotten hell. Baby shower vibes. <sighs> oh, my God, with the balloons? I didn't what? even think about that. What? Yeah, it was like, great rude. balloons, Anne. It Fuck. did look like a baby shower. You're right. God, I've got to take Anne down. Well, that's what Tom Sandoval said. He goes, it's giving baby shower oh, vibes. I didn't even catch that. I like that. I was like, oh, poor Anne. <laughs> well, Tom's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> So, makes sense. It actually blew my mind when Tom, (laughs) I can't even say it, when Tom compared. Oh my God. James getting with Kristen to him getting with Raquel. I would have thrown something in his face. I could see how in Tom's mind, it's the same thing. No. But it's not it's the not, same Kate. thing. Again, evidence as to why he has a serious mental problem. No one would think that's similar. It was 10 years ago. It actually was 10 plus years ago. 
James was like 21, not 41. Yeah. Like how old Sandoval was when he got with Raquel. <laughs> Tom and Kristen, they weren't engaged. They were incredibly toxic. They blatantly cheated on each other with everyone. At this point, it had already come out that she fucked Jax. Mm -hmm. So whatever. And I think they had even broken up at that point. No, no they were broken up. Yeah, they and, were broken up. But Tom's whole thing is like, well, we were only broken up for a couple weeks. But it was weeks. my bed. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Couple my weeks. bed in. My condoms. My condoms. He said, but they're on my bed, dude. With my condoms. Oh, my God. Oh. I can't. Abs I absolutely can't stand that God. shit. I feel like was he waiting to be on TV to make this point? If this is such a thing for him, because he talked a lot about it on the after show. Why is this the first time we've ever heard of it? I loved when James kind of teed him up by saying James was like, I was surprised you didn't text me. And it's like Sandoval like relished in the fact that he like leaned it was like a perfect back tea up. Yeah. and was like, yeah, well, sorry about that. <laughs> but you remember when you fucked Kristen? Like it was You're out so absolutely of nowhere. Right. He was so happy that he got teed up like that. Yeah. Like he thought he was about to drop this bomb. James is also, I hate, I said this last episode, I hate that I love James. I really do. But he is just so goddamn funny. And for him saying, it was a real who's who. Like, who are you? <laughs> like, who the fuck's this guy? It was so good. I <laughs> I was, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, who was that random guy that was like, um, Katie's kicked me out of the Can finger. I tell you the craziest thing about that guy? <laughs> Let me tell you the craziest thing about that guy. So I just saw this TikTok the other day where it was like a lineup of people and they had to guess who the psychic was. Okay. And I saw that guy in the lineup and no. I go, how the fuck do I know that guy? Because for those of you that don't live in LA or aren't from around here, there's a game that we play. Do I know you or are you on TV? Have right. you ever dealt with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'll see someone at a bar and I'm like, did I like go to college Did I with meet them? you or yeah. Or no, are they on or, a TV yeah, show? Yeah. I was playing that with this guy. I'm like, do I know this guy? Or like, is he on something I saw? Blah, blah, blah. So then when I saw him in that episode, I'm like, holy shit, that's the psychic. Was it a TV episode or like a psych study? You ever see like those Snapchat shows where it's like, guess the tallest person or love don't judge. Like ever No, ever? but I can already pick It was up like what something like that. And they had to guess the psychic and it was him. I do remember He's seeing the him. psychic? He was the psychic. <laughs> so he should know why Katie iced him out. Why is he asking James? He seems very confused and, and lost and yeah, quite Yeah, he sad. seems like he's not a very good psychic if he asks us James Kennedy for answers. <laughs> it's a real who's who of everyone that's But there. that was hilarious. I also thought it was, maybe next episode will be different. It blew my mind that Billy Lee didn't have any lines. Billy Lee. What do you think is going on there? I think we'll probably hear more from her next episode. I do think she was miked. I think she thought, there's no way they're going to have Billy Lee there, not Mike her. I would have liked to have known if James said hi to her. Yeah. Like, I would have liked to have seen that on camera. I don't know where they stand. She definitely is disappointed. I bet she watched that back and is pissed that, like, they didn't show her. Because I think she's a fame, like, an attention whore. She wanted airtime. 100%. I think that Anne spoke more this episode than Billy Lee did her whole entire Vanderpump Rules career. Mm. She can do no wrong. Because we love Anne. Well, when, what about the rumors that Tom and Billy Lee? I don't believe that. that you they don't? Slept together. I kind of do. I did initially, but I actually don't. I actually don't believe that. Why I think not? that they're just tight. You just think they're really tight? When has Sandoval ever sincerely just, just been friends with someone when there's been like rumors about something else? There's always hmm. been something in truth in it. It's never just been hogwash. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like his other like tight girlfriends and it's only really been Sheena and he's obviously not going to do anything with Sheena. Well, and Raquel, obviously, but yeah, 
I don't know why. I think I just, she's not I interested did believe in Sheena. it. I don't believe it anymore. But apparently she lives in the house now. I believe of. that. I don't think they've ever slept together, but I think they've like maybe fooled around. They got like fucked up one night and, and like. Minimum foolery. Because I could see them both just being like, why not? Like we're hot. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. But she also, not that this matters to Tom. I don't even know why I'm saying this. I was going to say, but she got with Ariana's brother. He doesn't fucking care. Oh, I forgot. Ariana's brother. There is so much Vanderpump lore. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are like trying to like catch up and like maybe only watching this most recent season. Our producer Rachel is only watching this most recent season. Mm -hmm. But it's like there is so much lore that you miss out on like Ariana's brother and Billy Lee. Like you don't understand so much of it if you only watch the last season. We've been through 10 years with these people. (sighs) I know so much. We know so much about them. I can see my brother. He'd be like, but it's all fake. We know it's not all fake. Oh, it's real, it's honey. It's produced. There's a difference. It's not scripted. It's produced. It's produced. <laughs> this show has been a bit manufactured this season. Manufactured's been my new word. Really? Manufactured has been my new word. Yeah, and I, I, I say that. that. I say that in my TikToks a lot, and I hate that. I hate that I always am bringing up my TikTok, but it's a fucking Vanderpump Rules cesspool. It's a cesspool on there. But yeah, I, I I mentioned that I feel like a lot of stuff is manufactured, and the comments are always like. Well, of course it's manufactured. It's reality TV. I felt like Vanderpump Rules has been quite organic in the past, and I'm just not feeling that anymore. Yeah, because none of these people want to be friends with each other, and they're contractually obligated to bring plants to each other's houses and try to find common ground. Yeah. I loved how awkward the birthday party was. It made me feel better about my own birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine, you know, going to a Sandoval party where he's sober. And, like, he is, like, the party guy. Let's do shots. Let me make you a cocktail. Let me make you a drink. Like, it probably was like a little weird I will say when I've seen their parties in the past I have said like that looks really fun yeah and you Uh, know what kind of party it is I would have liked to have gone it did kind of surprise me that Ariana like didn't really fuck with those parties she's older I mean she it sounds like she did a little more back in the day it seemed like she had fun yeah I don't know I I would have loved I feel bad that I've missed out on an Ariana and Tom pool party but I think that we're gonna see more on the Tom's party next episode. I think we're going to see more on emo night next episode. And I wasn't sure if we were going to see more on emo night, which is why I wore my sweatshirt. It probably would make a bit more sense for me to wear it next week, but I can't be an outfit repeater. Do you think you'll be on it? Do you think you'll be no, on it? No, I know it? for a fact I won't be. Um, speaking of Ariana and emo night, let's just, let's hop on to it. You know what? Let me just say something. So for those of you that don't know what like emo night is, I kind of talked about it in the episode, but it is like a thing that's been around forever. And it truly is just like, for millennials to be able to be millennials without Gen Z saying shit to us. Yeah. Cut that. I'm cut not that. even I'm kidding. Not. Cut that out. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there will be fucking people with, with lit torches at our doors. I'm kidding. Yes, cut it. It would actually be funny if she doesn't cut that. And yeah, it's basically like they have like a series of DJs that just come prepared with like a set list of songs that they just want to play. So it's not like Katie, Ariana, and Sheena are like, like DJing. They just have this set list that they want to play and they dance and they get up there and they cheer and everyone just goes with them. And it's fun because emo night is kind of the one place where you can hear like a cute is what we aim for. Simple plan. Yeah. Do you know simple plan was like my favorite band? (laughs) The serious look. No, That's like crazy. that You said simple plan. (laughs) I love simple plan. My email address when I was younger was simple plan. Lover forever. Kate. I loved simple plan. I don't know if you should have told everyone that. I 
don't need to hide it. When I went to Emo Night, I wore my Simple Plan shirt. That's fucking amazing. Oh, I love those Canadian heartthrobs. Well, that's also where, because you were playing old-ass Death Cab for Cutie earlier, and I was like, this was my jam That was my Spotify day list, though. Angst College Wednesday afternoon. Angst College. I was also going to say, back in the pump party, I was so surprised not to see you in the background. Here's the thing. I didn't hear about it. Okay. Where where do you hear about these things if it's like a see you next tuesday james kennedy will post about it like i went i was on the very first episode of season 10 very Mm -hmm. prominently like i found out about that see you next tuesday and that they'd be filming because james kennedy posted about it and just said i'll be djing see you next tuesday tonight like hashtag camera ready oh so i knew they were going to be there sometimes the cast will post about it but i don't hear about that much i have a question for you yes do you think this season is boring i don't because I sit on a couch and talk with you about it. Like, Aww. I'm that obsessed about it. They could be eating pasta and I still would be watching. But the thing is, it's not about the pasta. And, but it's not, though. So go on. So, so no. <laughs> and if I hadn't watched the show and I were just now coming in, I uh, there wouldn't be enough drama yet to really hook me because you wouldn't understand. But if you know... Oh, the the meat. As you were saying, if you know the background, yeah, how awkward the party is. Poor Anne. Like it just it adds up for such greatness. I feel like they're still cooking. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot. I went on Twitter today and just looked up X. Is that what you're gonna say? No, no. Oh. I meant I meant to go on Reddit. Yeah. Oh, I went on Reddit. There really wasn't that much so uh-huh. far. I went on Twitter today and I just looked up like the Vanderpump Rules hashtag. And the takes on Twitter were hot, let me tell you. Oh, God. And But a lot of people were saying that they think it's, like, so boring and that they're afraid that this whole season is just going to be about Scandaval. I think the first couple episodes are going to be about Scandaval. I think that the editors have enough wherewithal to know they can't do this forever. They gotta move it on. I think they're going to give us the Scandaval-ness of it all because that's what we want. And then I think we're going to move into other stuff. I personally can not wait to get more of this love triangle with a pink-haired girl. And when Sheena was talking about her babysitter, and she's like, well, Tori, well, Tori, 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 I go, Tori's going to be the pink-haired girl. I fucking know it. I know because why do they keep naming her so much? I don't know. This would have been something they would have been scrapped on the editing room floor, but they needed to talk about it. And then when pink-haired girl walked in, I go, that's the bitch that is going to make out with Schwartz and that is going to make out with Katie, and it's the only thing I care about this season. Are we 100% confirmed on that? She's pink-haired girl? Yeah, they show her in the previews. Yeah, so the face is like the same. Yeah, she has and, pink she, hair now. Yeah, she does. She does. She did in that episode. She did in that. Ep- oh, yeah. It was kind of hard to tell because she was sitting there while Sheena and Brock were absolutely fighting with each other, and Sheena. Was I crying. thought maybe just because it was such a big scene, because we got tears from Sheena, maybe they had to like explain the context of who this. Girl oh was. no, it was the same girl. Oh and I, wow. And I also knew previously that that girl was friends with Sheena's sister. Yeah. So when Sheena kept saying like, "I've known Tori since she was 16," I'm like. That's her sister's friend. This is it. We're finally meeting her. Let the best man win. Because they need to be able to, like, seamlessly integrate her into it. She can't just show up. She can't just show up as pink hair girl. I do wonder if producers kind of were like, maybe you guys should. God, if I could. I would. That girl is so lucky. I did not like Katie and Schwartz together. Yeah. But if I could be the person to get with Katie (laughs) and to get with Schwartz, I would love that. I would love that job. I would not complain. I'd put in overtime. I'd work on holidays. It'd be the best job I ever had. Which side do you think you'd go towards? If we're talking long term, it's got to be Katie. You can't stay with Tom long term. Let's be real. 
come on. I would stay with Katie, obviously. Then I'd get unlimited sandwiches. If it ever opens. It's not going to. Did you notice that in the after show? They said were. Like, we were paying rent on the sandwich Oh, my God. They shop. did say that. Oh, my God. They did. That's never opening, guys. Ugh, I really you want heard that sandwich. Here. I just don't think it's ever going to open. It is crazy to me. Yes. That Tom keeps saying, like, when the scandal broke. Like, in his talking heads, will be like, yeah, well, and then when the scandal broke and when the scandal was happening, blah, blah, blah. As if it's some sort of, like, major pop culture event. Mm -hmm. Versus when I cheated on my girlfriend. Versus when I had the affair. Versus when everyone found out about me and Raquel. Like, it's crazy that he's talking about it, like, as when the scandal broke to his i can't believe i'm doing this oh good god to his defense i do think there is something to say about it's very different for a ordinary person to go through this situation than someone have it go on a national scale international scale and be such a dramatic piece as it was fair i just feel like it's weird for him to just keep saying like, like maybe just say like when this all came out like yeah. well the scandal and the scandal was really hot it's like he loves well, he that loves he was a part the of scandal because it's they named it Scandaval. Narcissist. But he won't say Scandaval. He was really upset about the fact that it kind of like soiled his last name. Scandaval, yeah. I think, is a pretty common last name. I think he secretly loves it still. Do you have any final thoughts from this episode? I wish I had more. To be honest, though, I don't really think there's that much to say. I really went after Scandaval today. But my final like nail in the coffin is for him to have the audacity to speak like you on <laughs> Audacity to say to James that's a really narcissistic thing to say. He invited James over to his house, mm -hmm. did not apologize, accused him, and then called him a narcissist. A narcissist. Well, that was this week's episode, folks, and we'll see. I mean, James <laughs> may be a narcissist, but a narcissist calling a narcissist a narcissist it's like that spider-man meme where it's three spider-mans <laughs> and they're all pointing to it's each like other the office meme where they're yeah, all like yeah <laughs> it's like okay yeah okay uh, no shit sherlock moving on but i actually i don't know much about narcissism to be honest but i don't think that james is a narcissist oh i went deep into this hole after dating one Oh, T. That's, yeah. that's, that's the other episode we're going to do. That's another. That's on my sorority girl episode. Yeah. But let's move it all to there. I just want to say something that's quite topical right now. Okay. And it has nothing to do with the current episode, but it's something that I've been seeing on TikTok, and I've refrained from making a TikTok video about it because it's a bit controversial, but there are a lot of allegations floating around of James. Again, floating around again. Do you know what I'm going to say? Okay, I was going to talk to you about this after the episode. Well, let's you, do it on mic. Well, you, because you keep saying how much you love James and you hate how much you love no, James. No, I hate that I love James and this is a reason for and it. And I was going to be like, I think there's some things coming out about James. And especially, but Rachel goes rogue. So James is basically being accused Again, how do you even say it? Like I, assault? I, I guess, yeah. And we're not here to say yes or no. We're here to report the news. That's yeah. what I say on TikTok to save myself. Yes. Kristen Doty has been saying this shit for years. Mm -hmm. And I read Kristen Doty's book. And she has a chapter on James where she says quite blatantly... He's yeah, an abuser. Yeah. And I'm not saying Kristen Doty is here to be taken as fact. I'm just reporting the news. <laughs> But, you know, you see that scene at, at uh, Sheena's wedding where Kristen punches Tom and everyone's like, well, Kristen hit Tom, or I'm sorry, where Kristen hits James and everyone's like, well, Kristen hit James. It's like, I feel like that may have been like a defense thing. James spit on her fucking door on camera. 
And for more context on Rachel Goes Rogue, Rachel says when she was in the car having the panic attack last season, she was kind of having a panic attack because she didn't want to explain why she and James really broke up because she didn't want to ruin his life. And she felt trapped and she said, I can't talk about that, but that's why I broke down. She also very blatantly, and doesn't skate around it on Rachel Goes Rogue, talks about how he would hit Graham and like push Graham. Right, and she didn't want Graham to go back to James. And she has mentioned in a recent episode, like there's a reason that her and James have a no contact policy. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like it would be doing us an injustice if we don't at least bring it up. We need to bring it up. Because it's hot right now. It is hot. And how it's going to affect the show because Bravo has totally backed James as number one guy in the group. He's our new hero. Let's give him all this support. And now I'm curious how they're going to handle. You know, it's kind of eye-opening if this all comes out about James. There literally is not one redeemable man on that show to be the number one guy in the group. There would be no more guys. Who would be the number one guy in the group? It won't be Brock. Who's left? Satchel? Bring back Satchel. Do you remember Satchel? (laughs) I don't know if Satchel quite counts as, you know, main cast material. I think Satchel is off reading a book somewhere, but I, I would marry him. So we do a question on our Instagram every week because we want to keep the conversation going. We want to hear what you guys have to say. And I think our question this week should be, could you guys be Tom Sandoval's assistant? Could you do what Anne does? I, to answer, no one can because only she no does the beautiful be work that she does. No one can be Anne. But could you? We want to know. We want to know if you could. So last week we ended on an ASMR. I think... We want to keep that ball rolling. There wasn't really a good quotable scene like the dick scene from last week. There were some good ones, but maybe we go back in the vault and get a famous scene from a previous season. I do think we should do an ASMR, but I think you were better at it than me. And since we were a little unprepared and we don't have a scene, I want you to do ASMR, you, only you, of this scene. It was the final episode of season 10 and it was when Tom and Ariana were fighting on the couch and Ariana has this fucking ball buster line so I present to you now Carolyn Murdoch ASMR playing the part of Ariana Maddox if you're in your bed just get in a relaxing position (laughs) (laughs) you're worth nothing and I want you to feel that deep in your soul I want you to hear I regret ever, ever loving, loving you. you. That was fucking, mm. oh, that hit me right in the heart. Great job. Mm, Oscar worthy moment. Dude, I almost, I actually almost just shed a tear, to be honest with you. I don't think that's true, Kate, but I appreciate the dedication. Yeah, it was a bit of an exaggeration, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was episode two. Head to our Instagram. It is girls unscripted pod. And let us know what you think. Could you be Tom Sandoval's assistant? And I do want to give a shout out to all the people that have given us such positive feedback. Five stars. Keep giving them. First episode, we were nervous. Very. We drank an entire bottle of wine. So much wine. I was definitely way more drunk last episode than I was this episode. (laughs) Our editor, Rachel, she definitely had a lot to sort through. But I was really happy with it. I thought it went great. You guys seemed to really like it. And... And we love you, and we, we want to do this because we think it's fun. Yeah. Right? I yeah. don't want to speak for you. No. Is I mean, I'm fun? here. This is a fucking blast, okay. Kate. 
wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Tune in next week. We'll be going over episode three. Follow us on Instagram. You can also follow us individually. I'm Carolyn For Real on all platforms. And Kate. I'm Kate Riccio, R-I-C-C-I-O, on TikTok. You don't have to follow my Instagram. I don't post shit on there. But yeah, follow me on TikTok. And if you want more like in-depth Vanderpump Rules shit, I definitely post that on TikTok. And if you want funny skits, that's, you know where to go. This is your girl. And we need to get her to 1,000 followers so she can go live. Yes, I want to go live soon. And it's Carolyn for F-O-R, real. Yeah, and my Long email address, it was Simple Plan Lover Forever. That was actually the number four to specify. <laughs> it was L-U-V-A. Don't flood it. Don't flood it. It was, it was Simple Plan <laughs> underscore L-U-V-A, the number four E-V-A. My cool neighbor made it. She was like a couple years older than me and she made it for me because hers was Good Charlotte Love of Forever. Well, peanut butter and jelly, am I right? Uh, where is she now? Good Charlotte. Um, thank you guys so much and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.